Chinese. I looked out over the frozen expanse of Lake Erie. I threw the ball, and threw the ball, and threw the ball, and threw the ball, each time laughing out loud at the dogs, scrambling after it, landing first on their bellies, then on their faces. Mavis even managed a complete somersault at one point. And I felt my butt cheeks getting colder and colder on this rampart of ice closer to the shore than the dogs were, and was relieved when Frankie lost the ball to a fisher in the ice. It, once, it was then I spotted it on the way back up the hill, not sure if it was embedded in the ice. Maybe that's why it's been left behind, neglected and tossed aside like the red-headed stepchild in an otherwise loving family. I kicked it and it shimmied a ways across the ice. And in my mind's eye, for a moment, as I stood there with the morning's gray and dirty wind whipping my hair across my face, I permitted myself the fantasy of a certain little girl's shrill and excited screams, her mittened hands waving wildly in the air as I held her tight. In not yet developed English, I could hear her demand of me, again, Again! Someday, when we reached the bottom of that hill together, I grabbed the front of the toboggan and thrust my foot down, sideways into the snow, one boot imprint at a time. I thrust my way up the hill, wishing I were a monkey so I could clutch the slippery blades of wheatgrass with my toes and thus more easily pilfer my prize. Once on steady ground, I looped one leash in onto itself, and, and I hooked it to the front of the toboggan. Then I looped the other leash in onto itself around me and attached the two leashes. Like a rented mule, I leaned forward and plunged my feet, first left, then right, into the thin layer of ice that kissed every square inch of every snowdrift all the way back to the van. I was careful not to steer too close to the posh lady returning with her greyhound in his patchwork blazer back to her Mitsubishi. <coughs> I thanked God when the toboggan managed to fit in the back of my $400 salt-encrusted Voyager, complete with a built-in car seat, so that someday Isabella and I could return here, and with mittened hands flailing in not-yet-developed English, I could hear her beg of me, again, again. <laughs> I bow before the half of me I do not own but cherish. I kiss the toes and knees that I shall miss, the jolly belly I straddle softly, the arm that is my perfect pillow. Your sweaty hair sticks to mine. In my haunted dreams, I embrace the memories that dutifully await you. Shared is the melancholy separateness that obligations supply. 
197 days, my lover, and the torch of your love will ignite me forever. Bucking against the strain of you, now only in my restless sleep, run within the labyrinth, chance meeting at the halfway point, and bow before the other half of the union that time will soon allow the acquisition of. Thank you.